Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Our scripture this morning is from the Gospel according to St. Luke in chapter 5. It's a month of covenant possibilities. And of course, our main scripture is Mark 9, 23. Praise the Lord. Yes, I'll just read Mark 9, 23 before my way to where we are. Then Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. If you can believe, all things are Possible to him who believes. And of course, for a year is a year of uh, God's unfailing covenant. And of course, for scripture, you know, it's Psalm 89. Just as a quick reminder, Psalm 89, praise the Lord, from verse, I'll get there in a minute. 33, it says, nevertheless, 89, 33, nevertheless, my loving kindness, I will not utterly take from him, nor allow my faithfulness to fail. My covenant, I will not break, nor utter the word that has gone out of my lips. Once I have swung by my holiness, I will not lie to David. Father, take all the glory here this morning, even as you speak to us from above, as you speak to us in our inner man, as you go out to say things begin to adjust according to your word. We give you all praises. We give you all honor. Thine indeed is the kingdom. Thine is the power, thine is the glory, and it is forever. Father, we worship in Jesus' name. Luke chapter 5, from verse 1. Luke chapter 5. So it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret, and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said, that is to him, Master, we have toiled all night and cut nothing. <laughs> Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. 
When Simon Peter saw it, he fell at Jesus' nails, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Glory be to God in the highest. It is a month of covenant possibilities. What we do with topics of the month or theme for the month is to stress an aspect of the word. That's not to say that it's only during this month that this thing will happen. No, no, no. That is saying this is your heritage, but we just want to bring something here and kind of, kind of emphasize it so that you're you can get more revelation on what is already yours. So it's not saying it's only for this week or for this month or for this year. No, 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 no. It's your heritage all your life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. Yes. So we begin to look at it from this angle. Covenant possibilities. How? Now, the story is simple. Um, some argue that this will be the second encounter of Peter and Jesus, but I doubt it. I doubt it. I believe it's just different ways of people reporting the same thing. Because they will say to you that if you look at it from another gospel, he just saw them and said, come follow me, and then they followed him, and they and followed him. It's okay, he gave us just one line summary. That's what he just did. But here in the book of Luke, he kind of give more details into Jesus meeting them and asking them, come follow me. Simple. So because sometimes when we teach some things and we preach some things, uh, we can make it a little difficult for people. I don't believe there's any contradiction in the Bible. I believe it's got to do with my understanding, which gets better with the help of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. I said, praise Jesus. So quickly looking at the story, the Bible says, come on, put it quickly, help me. Luke 5. Good. So it was. When the, Bible, or when the story started, so it was. I mean, it happened. It's like you're looking at a movie and from the beginning you say, oh, real life story. So it's not a fiction. This happened. Okay. So these things happened. As the multitude pressed about him to hear the word. And that's interesting. That's key. My prayer is that the church will get to that stage where what we want more than anything is the word. Hello, is somebody hearing me? Miracles are important. I'm a firm believer in miracles. I'm a firm believer in the supernatural. I'm not one to say that you can be a Christian and there's no supernatural. No, I have not read it that way. I have not, I've not understood it that way. Probably tomorrow I will, but I don't pray. But God will help me. If that's better, fine. But I've not seen it that way. Everywhere God is mentioned, he rules. Everywhere I read in the Bible about God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Spirit, you don't compete with them. To compete with them is to your detriment. Ultimately, they rule. 
the creature struggling with his creator. Oh, 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 he's doomed. Why will the creature start fighting his creator? He created you, he cannot create you. Straight. Why will he use the little knowledge he's giving you to now fight him? Maybe I should quickly remind the whole of creation, particularly human beings, of the fact that uh, <laughs> Nimrod did better than any leader in this world could have done or could be doing or could be aspiring to do. He gathered all of them and they were building the tower to reach God. What an ambition. And they were going to achieve it. Is somebody hearing me? Yes, sir. They would have achieved it. They would have achieved it. You know what God said? He said, come. Let's go see what men are doing. Say so what they have set their minds to do. No man can stop them. Why? Because they have made up their minds and they're in agreement. See, so they are, I mean, look, their language is one. So God was saying, they don't even know what is working for them. I'm not going to slap them. I'm not going to kill them. I'm not, I'll just change their languages. I will make sure they don't understand themselves. Oh. So today they were, wow, I think in another three, four weeks we'll be there. Okay, then they were tired, they went to bed. In the morning they were going to, this whole family could speak the same language. So they thought things were still normal. So when they go, I say, good morning. I say, what's the same? You can't even greet. Good morning. I said, can you imagine this guy insulting me? God can uncreate. So the people came for the word. Why the word? Every miracle of God he did by the word. Every creation of God he brought to be by the word. Is somebody hearing me? So when you look at our theme for the year, he said, my covenant I will not break. We can't define covenant without the word. Covenant is based on the words of two people in a promise or in promises to each other. My covenant I will not break nor alter the word that has gone out of my mouth. I believe in the name of Jesus that every fellowship or service will be a new beginning for somebody this year. In the name of Jesus. For me and for, 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 for everybody that will care to plug in. I feel the fire. Yeah, come on, Hebrews 11. First of all, look in the beginning. Genesis. God, what? God created him on the earth and he told the details. He said, let there be. Every time he said, there was a creation. So, it's clear. John 1, in the beginning was the word. He didn't say the beginning was, even when he said the beginning was God. But really, in the beginning was God. But he said, in the beginning was the word. Maybe coming from that angle that you will understand. Because we are physical beings. So, he starts from the physical and takes us into the depths of the spirit. You can't slam people on the head with the spiritual. You start where they are and take them deeper. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made with him. And without him was nothing made that was made. 
the word. Hebrews 11, verse 3. We are made to understand that by faith, the worlds were framed by the word of God so that nothing we see was made from anything visible. The word of God. As we begin to wonder when Christians are besieged with problems or confronted with challenges, they begin to speak negative. They preach negative. They pray negative. They counsel negative. They prophesy negative. We know there is trouble. The reason we are coming for counsel, give us hope. They came to hear the word. Praise the Lord. I say, praise the Lord. So they came, and why were they there? For the word, the word, the word, the word. You can imagine when some people walk up to you and you begin to counsel with the word, and they're irritated. I don't want the word, I want money. The money I give you will finish. When I give you the word and you have a revelation, you'll be the one giving to people. People don't understand. They came to hear the word. So I pray for me, like I pray for many, all of us, that may the word come after you because of the word you carry. May the attraction to you be the word of God, not material. They came to hear the word. The word of God. Standing by the lake of Gennesaret, too. Seeing two boats standing by the lake. He was by the lake. The people were coming. The people were coming. The people were coming. The people were coming. Seeing these two boats, but the fishermen had gone out from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's. God, you can enter your boat. I say in the name of Jesus, when God is looking for boats, yours will be available. Let me say it again. I say in Jesus' name, when God is looking for boats, yours will be available. In the name of Jesus, mine will be available. In the name of Jesus. And so he asked him, so he got into that and asked him to pull out from the land. Then he sat down and taught the people, the multitude. What did he teach them? The word. From the boat. Next verse. And when he has stopped speaking, so even if we are not told what he taught them, he, whatever he taught them, it was by speaking. Hallelujah. And when he stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep. I guess he was speaking words here too. Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. He spoke words. Okay. He spoke words. God has spoken to somebody this year already. What are you doing with it? Are you taking them as mere words? I'm saying to someone that you are sitting on the greatest miracle of your life. Because God has spoken. James says the problem with man is either they don't know, they don't have the word, or they are ignorant of the word they have. They forget. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. So he said to him, when you 
I mean, when they saw speaking, they said to Simon, launch into the deep for a catch and lay down your net for a catch. Okay. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. I don't know who I'm talking to here today. That you've, I mean, you've tried to hold on to everything you could hold on to. They have failed you. And you're at that point where you're saying, nevertheless, your word, your word, your word. Did you hear me? I'm talking to someone. There's nothing. You looked around, nothing. Everything you held on to has given way. Master, we have toiled all night and cut nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. Can I be frank with you? You have not fully experienced working with Jesus until you get to a place where when you see men, even when they are trying to help, they, but they can't help. Men are trying to help, but you know that they can't touch you there. Then he said, Jesus. Huh. At that time, it's not position, it's not money, it's not fame, it's not education, it's not um, what else? Not anything that man can attain or give you. Only you know that this, it has to be. If you've been there before, then you understand what we are saying. That's why you begin to understand that to have a covenant with God is to be inducted into the realm of total or rather all possibilities. If I wrote down, I said, this day, this very day, Peter was initiated into the life of the miraculous for the first time. I believe that somebody's beginning, apart from the beginning that you've always had, is now. In the name of Jesus. Uh, We are talking of covenant possibilities. We have toyed all night. These were professionals. This was what they lived by. Used to the sea. Knew when to go out. Knew when to move in. Knew when to pull out. They've gone at the right time. They did all they could do, but they caught nothing. And at that point, I believe, discouragement has set in. Hopelessness bestirred them. And um, washing their nets, hands dropped, heads dropped, just washing the man. I don't know what is happening nowadays. The economy is horrible. 
I need God. Man, I don't know how to meet the needs. Wow, I thought I would go with a boat. At least have a boat full. One quarter boat full. Nothing. Uh-uh. What is happening? At that point, Jesus entered the boat. Say, please, can I use a boat? Oh, yeah. He probably was sitting there because Jesus been in his boat. He must pilot the boat. He probably was sitting there waiting for him to finish. I must have been saying, this is an interesting teacher. This is an interesting topic. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Different from what we know. Judaism and call. This is... Then at the end, they say, you know what? Thank you, Peter or Simon. I think you should, it's time for your reward. Can I say this quickly? If nobody tells you thank you, and you're serving God in your own little way, please don't get angry. God will never leave you unrewarded. It's not in his character. Don't you ever say, with all I'm doing, see all of them are blessed, I don't have, I beg you. Can you, but Simon, Master, we have toiled all night and cut nothing, nevertheless, at a word, I will let down the next verse. When he had stopped speaking, he said to him, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a catch. Good. Now go back to six. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was broken <laughs> from zero. From near despondency. In fact, from despondency to net breaking. Blessing. Only God. But where I'm going is this. It was an introduction to the supernatural until now. Peter had always gone to the sea and we catch fish. It's natural. God has made it natural. He will bless the work of your hand. If you keep the commandment, I will bless you. So Peter has been keeping the commandment and God has been blessing him. But suddenly there is a, there, there's an aberration. There's a misnomer. Now, I don't understand what is happening. Not knowing that it was a setup for an encounter. Yeah. Oh, I feel the fire. Don't get angry. You know, sometimes I, 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 sincerely, I weep for some people. You say, why? They get so disturbed. They get angry with God. When they get talking, I'm like, oh my goodness. I need Holy Ghost to help this person. Angry with God. For you to get angry with God, man, that you are alive is a miracle. Because that's that's suicidal broadline. You are right, you are operating the broadband of suicide. To be angry with God. <laughs> angry with God? That means you are angry with oxygen. Yeah. You are angry with water. 
You are angry with the ground. Angry with God? May you never get there in the name of Jesus. May I never get there in the name of Jesus. May anyone who is getting to that, uh, that threshold, may God deliver them now in the name of Jesus. Angry with God. But people do get there because of problems and challenges and because they don't know Jesus. James, John, business partner. Better watch who you are partnering with. They took out nothing. They came and they pulled. When they pulled, this boat got filled. It was going to sink. Ah! They poured into the other boat. It was going to sink. They didn't exhaust it. One touch. Encounter with the supernatural. What is totally impossible in the natural is within the control of the spiritual. And let me just quickly say this. I think the one point you've got to understand as a Christian is this. The Bible says if any man being Christ is a new creation, you know what? Because you are recreated from the inside out. Titus, he said you are renewed, your spirit man is renewed totally. Recreated. Not like God just panabitten. No, he's not panabitten. Give you a brand new spirit. And so we knew, we, 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 we see this guy, we had always known him as an arm robber. But between that time you knew him and now he had had an encounter with Jesus. So you are looking at the shell of an arm robber. God is looking at the saint of the most high God. Something has changed. And there's perfection born on the inside. And because of the perfection of the inside, something is renewing. Now, he's always, we still struggle with him as it were. I'll give you just a few scriptures. We struggle as it were, but no, he's a new person. And so we have created, or rather heaven has recreated something there. Before the whole mass in agreement we are under the control of the devil. But from now, there's a change. There will be a challenge to every suggestion of the devil that be a fight and a wrestling down in the name of Jesus there is going to be songs of victory from the inside of this man it's not going to go the old, same old way anymore you know in the book of 2 Corinthians in chapter 4 verse 16 we are living a life of total possibilities 2 Corinthians 4 16 2 Corinthians 4 16 Therefore, we lose, we do not lose heart. Even though our outward man is what? Yet our inward man is being. So, in other words, something was going to begin to happen to Peter. Peter was going to start to understand that you are much more than just the physical. And you want to approach life henceforth with that knowledge. You are at least, from this scripture, you are more than one, you are dual. You are physical and spiritual. You are inner and outer. Quickly, what this one was saying is this. This body may be getting old, but the real me is getting stronger and younger. As a matter of fact, I believe strongly that for the believer, before you begin to say death, is when your body becomes too weak to handle the force and the strength of your inner man, 
then that body has to give way for the new body. So you transition. Isn't that what happens? Even with those who are not born again, their body is getting old and they're getting jacked out. Everything they're working on stick. But inside, because the spirit is indestructible. So what we are saying is that you are first a spirit being before you are a physical being. If you don't know, you will live your life as totally physical. And the devil will have a field with your life, not your life in Jesus' name. Are you understand what I'm saying? At least you know your dual nature from this. You say, you say spirit is indestructible and we are spirit being? Of course, yes. We're all wearing different bodies or different shape of bodies. Our bodies are the same constitution. Yeah, same constitution. Whether you are white, yellow, red, green, black. And the truth is, whether you are white, yellow, green, right, you will die. You will live here forever. And so when you know that, you will enjoy this life. Because there's a greater life to be enjoyed better right there. You will enjoy this one and you go for a greater one. Better one. Right there. Christians are not afraid of death. Unbelievers, their death is their doom. They know. Why I brought that scripture is just that you know that we are too but let me go further. First Thessalonians 5.23. We teach these things in believers' class. So it's just a reminder. First Thessalonians 5.23. Quick, 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 quick. 5.23. First Thessalonians 5.23. See this. First Thessalonians 5.23. Now, may the God of peace. He's always the God of peace. He's always the God of peace. Himself. Do what? Sanctify. What does that mean? set you apart, separate you, distinguish you, hallelujah, completely, and may your whole what? I can't hear you. So the person sitting by you is tripartite. You know, the third one that has been introduced now is the in-between the spirit and the body. We can see your body, I can touch your body. I can't touch your spirit except with what I'm doing. I can touch your spirit with the word I'm speaking because his word is spirit. Yeah. You say, really? You spoke words and the unbeliever heard and the, um, the murderer became born again. You spoke words. We touch human spirit speaking God's words. We damn human spirit speaking the devil's words. But I can touch you with my hand in the physical. But your personality is what I feel from you. That's your soul. That's your soul. I can see all your bodies. And I know you are spirit beings. Yeah. But you are all different people. Given the same circumstance, the way you react, the way you process, different. It will reflect your culture, to reflect your exposure, to reflect your education. It will, respect, it will reflect your values. 
That's your personality. It will reflect where you have been staying, the people you have been staying with, the company you have been keeping. The way you respond to an action will tell us exactly who you are. That's your personality, that's your soul. So it's pretty soul and body. See, you, if you like, dress a monkey in the most expensive suit in the world. Spray the most expensive perfume. Buy the most expensive shoes and take him no, to your dinner, to your black tie dinner. Sit him like that. You'll be amazed when he will jump on the thing and sit with your food. That's his personality. So you see why we groom people. You see why people go to school. You see why we groom people for offices. You can fake who you are. Spirit, soul, and body, so you can see. So, what am I saying? You are much more than the physical being. In other words, like operating the physical, you have access to the spirit. And once you understand that the physical cannot be except it's concluded in the spirit, you will know that the supernatural is real and is now. And of course, now you can begin to understand God. Even when the father of the little boy went to him, he said, if you can do anything, please help us. Jesus said, if I can, if you can, if you can believe, all things are possible. There is no impossibility with the Christian. Now, it may take us a while to come to that revelation and that understanding and begin to take steps to actualize or realize it, but it doesn't change the fact or the truth that there are no impossibilities. So, if any man be in Christ, it's a new creation. How? The things that used to be impossible are no more impossible. me I cannot walk in the light of God's word. It is in him I live I more than I have my being. I can. He will help me. I look at the meaning of possibilities from the dictionary. Plain dictionary meaning. Hear me well. And he says being within the limit of ability regardless of the trouble the devil is bringing your way because you are in Christ you are always within the limit of an ability. You are within the limit of a capacity to change it. You are always within the limit. Limit. You are always within the limit of realization. You are unstoppable. Make it red sea. The water will part away in the name of Jesus. But you've got to know that with God, nothing shall be impossible. And by covenant, I am one with him. Look at your Passion translation. Everywhere I want to talk of covenant, it says, through your life you union with God. So it's expected of you to know that by virtue of your new birth, there are no impossible. 
possibilities. I respect physical boundaries. I respect physical limitations. But no, no, no. Not to the detriment of what my God can do. One encounter. What is it? Initiation to the spiritual life. You can't make Jesus and not be initiated. See what happened. By the time the two boats were sinking from nothing, probably happened the previous day too, probably the whole of that week, but the two boats were sinking. It happened one moment, not just one day, one moment. I don't know who has come to church for that one moment. Maybe those who have come out, and maybe those who are still sitting there saying, Yeah, I think I got it now. The moment is now. Now you can appreciate it. See, forget the former things. Remember not, I will do it. It has started. Will you not see it? You always have a choice to look at history and say it can never change. That's all right. And the unfortunate thing is that you use your mouth to confess. I'd rather keep quiet. Like God forced Zechariah to be quiet. What I say I will do, I will do. I won't let you talk. When it's done, you will talk. Covenant possibilities. I know the interesting thing. If there's no trouble, you won't know that it's possible. No, you, can, you will never know. If they didn't catch anything, they would never have been surprised. If they got one boat full out of two, they say, well, big deal, we got it. Sometimes God will withhold to show himself to you. Because he knows that your sustenance, or rather sustainability, would not depend on your ability. So he will withhold. Just for a moment. So, hey, God! Say, yeah, you know, we should be working together. Go for it. So tomorrow you say, Jesus, yeah, go for it. Jesus, go for it. And I see something occurred to me as I close. So what is it? Every, most of the supernatural truth that Jesus gave to Peter happened relative to the sea. He was a sea man. Honest, most. This same Peter, after resurrection, after they had gone to wait in Galilee, he said, hey, man, we are going fishing. John chapter 12. Man, after all these years, man. <laughs> the Bible says about five others followed him. The same situation reoccurred. The moment you get to a place where you want to begin to live more your ability than God, He will show you something. And by the time again, the same situation, He came in and it was dawn. Rather, yeah, dawn. And it was a bit dark. He was standing there, they didn't see Him. When so they are dawn, He was watching them all along. When they were dawn, he said, hey, children. You know, those days they have live voice. He will speak without microphone and thousands will hear. 
have any meat? He knew they caught nothing. They said, no, we caught nothing. He said, can you throw your net on the right side? His word! Hey! Whoa! Then the one whom the Lord loves, he said, is the master. Peter said, hey! He jumped into the sea and swam. When they brought the fish, both sinking, when they brought the fish to the shore, they found the master cooking fish. What you are struggling for is easily settled by his word. They didn't take from their fish. They said, bring some to be cooked. When they brought the sauce, fish was already cooking. It's not the fish you provide that will feed Jesus. But let me finish the story in Luke chapter 5. When they brought the fish, and at that point when Peter saw that, he said, yes! This is not an ordinary man. Please go away from me. We are not the same. You are not, a, you are not an ordinary man. You be God, you know be man, no. Alpha Omega, you are God. You are man. You are God. Jesus said, Don't be afraid. The reason for this encounter is to enlist you to the supernatural. Now you'll be catching men. You've lived all your life catching fish. No, it will be easy for you to catch fish when you catch a man. But remember again, it was this in Peter. When they were going to drown in the sea and their skills and their knowledge and experience would not save them anymore. And Jesus came walking. Say, it is I. Do not be afraid. A minute, in a minute. He said, well, if it is you, command me to come. Watch all these things. If there was no storm, there will be no, no occasion for that. He said, come. He came out. Peter walked on the water. Every time God had to prove the spiritual to Peter, it's in the area that he know. Why are you surprised that your challenges are in your best areas? Where you think you are the best that's where it will come. Watch Peter. We need to pay tax. Master, where are we going to get it? Say, don't worry yourself. Now go to the sea, fisherman. Don't use a net. Use a hook. The first fish you catch, open his mouth. You'll find enough. And Is a year of course of feeling covenant. Is a month of covenant possibilities. Whatever constitutes a limit in your life is now in trouble. What? You are a covenant child of God. 
if you can believe all things are possible do you believe shall we rise I want you to talk to God. If God has ever spoken to you concerning that problem, if God has ever spoken to you concerning it, I want you for this moment switch the plaguing problem with the promising word of God. Because it's in your hand you hold a miracle. I'm telling you now, though not much to you, Turn it to him and he'll take what you give to him and make it what you ought to be a miracle. This morning. This is crucial. This moment is crucial. I want you to turn it to him right now. Turn it over. You may not have it, but you have the word now. And miracles are happening. I command a turnaround right now in your situation. In the name of Jesus. Woo. Is this sickness? Are you seeking healing? Are you seeking deliverance? Is it a breakthrough? A vindication? I say receive your miracle in the name of Jesus oh yes receive your miracle he knows what you need before you begin to ask him we know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message for additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.